Different kind of city when you live in red. All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better. Change can only start from the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. From the thoughts of an average Joe. Welcome to another episode of Thoughts of an Average Joe. My name's Deroy Jackson here. It's your favorite Irish Joe. And uh, we're going to talk about the Mother's Day episode. And I got some returning guests. Uh, I got Mel on, and then I got my big sister Jalen on. So go ahead, Mel, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Melody. She's back again. <laughs> what you laughing for? Like, <laughs> It's been a long time. It has. It's been a Family long time, days. Jalen. It's been, it's been a good little minute. J-School. Always, we're, we're <laughs> highest of the seven, highest of the seven hills. Yes, tell y'all. Yes. It's, been, it's been good days. Remember, I used to help edit your pod, edit your uh, your uh, oh, packages. Shit. There we go, packages, and then the, uh, oh my gosh, don't remind me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Professor Jones. Oh my gosh, please don't remind me. It's so yes, long. That's those brought memories. Good What's memories. that apartment complex? University courtyard. Courtyards. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Those were the days. Oh man. Yes. Yeah, I, I remember that one time the house burned down. I had to stay. I had to stay at your place for a day. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes. Or if I cook, I just make sure I had uh-huh. enough food for Roy. See, no, look, look at out. that. That's what yeah. their friends do, Mel. You don't even That's cook for me. What's, you know? I don't cook for you. I gotta buy the food. What you you offer? There's a difference. I, nah. You say I'm gonna buy the food. You just gotta cook it. That's what you say at your mouth. Nah. One time we know we're not gonna go there. Right. We not. I'm not right because this is Mother's Day edition. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. So I wanted to get y'all on on the um the podcast because obviously you know you, you're both moms. I think y'all do. You're you're both you know great moms. You do well with your kids. You know y'all do the best y'all can. Thank and you. I just wanted to you know get a woman's perspective on this. We also got another person on here. Um, you know, if you ever want to hop on and talk about moms, you're more than welcome to. <clears throat> you just going to ignore me like I'm, oh okay oh, oh all right <laughs> <laughs> so if y'all have like a y'all if y'all hear like another person just hop on and talk about it yes it's her all right all right so all right so let's get into it right so what's your definition of a mom so let me start off i feel like definition of a mom is a a, a nurturer a caregiver somebody who went through hell for nine months to push you out and sometimes Got a, a scar for life to make sure that you have life. You know what I'm saying? Cause she didn't have to do that. She could have swallowed you. She could have, you know, aborted you, gave you up for adoption. So the fact that she decided to keep you was a a selfless act. And I think a lot of people really, really forget that. And she also, she also, most moms will really make sure they give you their last most. Cause there's some ancient moms out here. But for the most part, they really make sure they'll give your last to make sure you you succeed like i know my own mom like we have our own problems but i know at the end of the day all she wants is the best for me i remember like she was so proud when i uh graduated community college like i, I knew it meant a lot to her but not like that because i'm just like you know i just graduated and she out here like man she was she was more happy than i was i'm like all right like it's not that big of a deal so like 
they really want the best for you. And I feel like sometimes, like, as kids, we bump heads with our mom because we think they're too overbearing. But in all actuality, they know um, what's best for us. So uh, I don't care who starts off. What's y'all definition of a mom, considering that y'all are moms? <laughs> I, well, I guess I'll start off. Well, first, um, I'm Jalen, but you know, I could go by, everybody know me by Jay. Um, I am a mom. So my precious three-year-old son named Jaden Four. It's like the best thing that ever happened to me. I never thought I'll ever He's you the know, be your mom. Hmm? He's the fourth? You said Jaden Four. Four, F-O-R-E, his last name. Oh, okay. I was about yeah. to be like, he's the fourth? Like, oh, sheesh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so to me, um, what the definition of a mom will be is that's a, a lot. It could be endless, any type of word. That's a load of question. It is really a good question. So a mother could be selfless, a loving human who will sacrifice many of their wants and needs for the wants and needs of their children. Also, a mother is going to work hard to make sure that her child is equipped with knowledge, skills, and ability uh, to make it as a human being. So that's how I see as the definition of a mom or being a mother. Okay. All right. Mel. All right, everyone. My name is Melody. Um, I would say the definition of a mother is someone that is, loves you unconditionally, no matter how bad you are, how much stuff you put them through, through your lifetime. Um, I guess you just someone that's there for you when you need them the most. Um, it's a lot of different ways you can describe a mother, uh, but yeah, that's just the gist of it, I guess. The gist of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I was gonna start off with this other question, but I think that's more of a loaded question. So we'll start off like, and then we'll get to it. So, what was your first? I'll start with you, Mel, because mm-hmm. we we know from the previous podcast you had a baby at an early age. Mm-hmm. So. um Episode four, she was on vacation. I ain't listen. Y'all go back and listen to that. We was talking about some real gems. Anyway, I digress. Um, what was your first reaction when you found out you got pregnant? <sighs> and was you trying to get pregnant, or did it just like happen, or was it like planned? Oh, definitely was it planned. Um, those who don't know, I'm 21, and my daughter is about to be seven this year. So that means when I got pregnant, I was 14 years old. And I was young, and I was a freshman in high school, and I thought I loved someone, and I gave myself to this person, and I wasn't thinking, you know, I wasn't, I we use protection, but, you know, sometimes that don't always work, and I wasn't really thinking about it, you know, and next thing you know, I was tired all the time, and I was sick, and I just didn't get my period. I was like, oh, this is weird. You know, I never <laughs> this thought is I weird. Was I'm sorry. I never thought I was sick. So, um, so I. <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you asked the question, so. Go ahead. <laughs> and so I, um, I took a test and I found out I was pregnant and I cried literally every day. And I. I just didn't know what to do. I was so lost. I was like, wow, what am I going to do? How am I going to tell my parents? And, you know, at the time, 
it was very overwhelming and I'm still in high school I haven't even got to the 10th grade so I was like how could this happen to me I was doing protection I thought that's what you're supposed to do so yeah and then um, it just goes crazy I guess that's just how I felt when I first found out I was pregnant alright Jalen mm. dang you had to put me on blast um I found out when I was pregnant with Jaden when um it's so crazy because I found out well officially officially it was on my mom's birthday which is July 16th but okay. um my family had experienced a death it was my aunt Elaine rest in peace um got finished with her funeral and um was going on this California trip because uh, the person I was talking to they're from California and um, we went to Lake Tahoe California and we was driving so it's a road trip and before that, um, I did took a um, pregnancy test, clear blue, but I was just like, oh, I was like, nah, I'll just take care of this when I come back from my trip and stuff. And my body was swelling up, riding in the car, swelling up, noticing, noticing different things in my body was changing and then lightheaded and stuff like that. And really got the confirmation that I was when I made an appointment, when I came back from California, made an appointment, and the lady was like, oh yeah, she did, like it didn't even take her that long. She just went in, came back, yes, you are pregnant. I was like, wow. It was not planned, it was, you know, unexpected. Um, through the process of me being pregnant and, you know, the conversation with him, it was a different experience because for me, it's my first child, for that person, it's not their first child. To them, it's like another child. So, you know, it's kind of like a back and forth thing. Uh-huh. Um, don't get me wrong. At one point of that time of my pregnancy, yes, I wanted to, you know, abort him. That's real. And stuff. And I had a friend of the family talking to me and was like, you know, don't do abort your baby for some man, whatever issue and problems he have. So she was like, plus you are getting to the point where... You know, I guess after a certain time, you can't, you know, abort the baby. Uh-huh. So she was like, you need to come to that decision. And, you know, I'm 25, going on 26 at this time. And my family, think about worrying about them, what they're going to say or how they feel about me. Remind you, I graduated with FAMU at 2013. You know, I have my bachelor's degree. I've never been in trouble or anything like that. So it's like, for me, it's like, well... Me being pregnant with a child can be bad, you know, because I've been to school. Because they say uh-huh. go to school first, yeah. get your education and everything. And now I got my child. So, and then me and his situation, our relationship wasn't, you know, the best. You know, it was here and there and other issues and problems. So, you know, I decided to not abort my son and then just go on with it. Because I'm like, hey, it's my baby. I got nothing else to do. So, that's how I found I was pregnant. Like I said, my mom's birthday, July 16th. Uh-huh. His response was, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but mine's was like, yes. Okay. So. I don't know. I ain't like, so I ain't never um, uh, had nobody pregnant, but I had a couple pregnancy scares. Like, I don't know. If I ever got somebody pregnant, of course I'd be there 100% because that's how I was raised. But my first reaction would be, fuck. <laughs> like, shit, damn. Damn, she actually pregnant this time, huh? And then, all right, you know, after like maybe like a day or two, snap out of it. And, you know, take care of my responsibilities. But we ain't at that point because I ain't got no kids yet. So, you know, kid puts out here. 
like you said, you about to knock on thirty. You right. So. I make it good. I make it good. Got that though. And I, you know, Mella tell you, I like kids, right, Mel? <laughs> Don't mm-hmm me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mm-hmm me like that. All right. So let's go on to the to the uh, the second um the second uh question. So what are some challenges of being a mom, especially a single mom? I don't care who goes. Um, I would say uh, just having a kid in general, it is a lot of work. Children are very expensive. You don't really realize it. <laughs> and then you got to feed them. You got to have them clothes. They grow so fast. You got to pay for daycare when you work because you got to work. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're a single mom and you don't have no one else to help you. You have to work and you have to find someone to take care of your child. And it's a lot of work a lot of work oh it's a lot um in general but um as far as being a single mother it's just you have to deal all that by yourself you don't have someone there to support you or also support the child like they should be doing um so you just gotta do two times work i guess yeah um piggyback on what she's saying but like she said sacrificing um it's not about me no more it's about my son Jaden so out of these seven days out of the week I am working six days you know I work for Chase full-time and then part-time substitute teaching for Orange County Public Schools um so you know at that time like six days out of the week I got to you know if I want to go out if I want to do something I need to find somebody to watch my son for me, my moral support is not the biggest because um, my parents are deceased. My mom passed when I was five, so that's a whole different ball game. Uh-huh. So she's been, um, like I'm about to be 30 this year, so she passed when I was five. So I was raised by my mom's mom. Rest in peace, Grandma. Love you to death. And my mom's sister, Elaine, who I mentioned earlier, you know, they're the ones who raised me my sister. So it's three of us. So... I only could imagine how I'm taking care of Jade and what she had to do to sacrifice and put mm-hmm. her life on hold to take care of her daughter's three kids, plus her husband, plus my Aunt Elaine was blind. So even though she was blind, but she was an intelligent woman, though. Uh-huh. But um, doing that, you know, and taking care of her grandkids. So I understand and I thank everything from her. But don't get me wrong. I wish they were still here, especially seeing my son, because, like I said, my Aunt Elaine was passed away. My grandmother, she did see Jaden, but dementia. And he's not gonna, you know, uh-huh. know her, but because he, he was like a couple months, but yeah, getting up five thirty in the morning, be to work at seven, dropping him off at daycare, and I'm there from seven to five p.m. And then after that, picking him up from daycare at six o'clock, and then it's just like, okay, if I have to go to the grocery store or go home and find something to cook, you know, they tell me you can try to put him on a schedule because. You know, it's a routine. So trying to get him in bed, 8.30. Sometimes I get it. Sometimes it's 9 o'clock, 9.30 sometimes. Because I'm tired. He, be, you know, have that energy. And I'd be like, where you get all this energy from? You've been at daycare since 6.30 this morning. It's six, after 6. Jada, sit down. You know, <laughs> yeah. go in your room, play. You know, let mommy be for a moment. But to him, you know, he don't understand at uh-huh. 3 years old. So it's just I have to push myself and then, you know, cooking and giving him a bath. I lotion him down, you know, say his little prayers and put him in bed. And then even though you put him in bed, he's getting out. 
getting out, getting out. And I'm just like, I'll be wanting some mommy time, give me some me time and stuff. But once he's finally in that bed, I can, you know, lay down. But it starts all over again. Like I said, six days out the week. So it's it's a lot. It could be challenging at times, but and I give props to moms who has more than one child. Or I give props to single moms, you know, my godmother, which is my mom's no, sorry. My grandmother's sister, Auntie Betty. Um, she told me, be thankful that your child's not don't have a disability because there are single moms whose child has a disability. Uh-huh. And it's even 10 times harder for them. And my baby, he's, you know, just a regular normal child. So I thank God for that because it could be a little 10 times worse than what it is. Yes, it can get tiring at times. But at the end of the day, sometimes some tires nights be a good one because when I go, what do we say, Jaden? Oh, he always, he be like, Mom, you didn't say see you in the morning when I put him in bed. <laughs> so that's our lookout when I put him in bed. See you in the morning. So... But yeah, that's that's how my typical normal day will be, as in with Jaden six days out the week. So okay. that's what I have to sacrifice because, like I said, my moral support it is small. But don't get me wrong; I wish it was more. I wish it was better, but it is what it is. I still get through. I still make it, and I see I got by for the first three years. So I only can imagine what eternity could be with him. So this is getting more gears too towards you Mel's impromptu question so how big is that support system because you do have a good support system oh I do my my mom and my dad <clears throat> are always there for me and I also have two younger sisters there and mm-hmm. what are you pointing at yourself for? and me okay so yeah. don't 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 front I will expose <laughs> you on this podcast do oh, not why front. didn't expose me when we were together you mm-hmm. were a good um, well, Even when we weren't together, I still you, helped. Yes. Thank you. you so I, 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 yes, hold on, you. hold on. So we put on blast, <laughs> right? Yeah, I, 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 this is Mother's Day edition. We're it is a Mother's Day edition, but at the same time, people need yeah. people need credit. When credit is due, you didn't even let me finish my. She my wasn't. Sense. She wasn't going to say it. I know she you are. She probably gave you credit outside of this. No. Oh, okay. So I think. Oh, so you, oh, I you did, but I want my credit on the podcast. As well. Oh, okay. <laughs> Go ahead and continue. Okay. Excuse me. <laughs> and I'm just gonna sip my juice and let y'all continue this. I can advance anything. All right. Anyways, like I was saying, I have my parents. Yes, they've been there with me. At first, it was mostly just me and my daughter's dad was there at the beginning um, when she was first born. Um, he was there with me at the hospital. And, um, so yeah, her, her dad wasn't always out of the picture. He was there when she was younger, when she was first born. And then after he graduated high school, he, um, we went through a situation and we ended up breaking up. And after we broke up, it wasn't, it wasn't really about her. I felt like he was never really there for her. He was, oh, have my come over and you can stay over too. I'm like, no. I, we're not together, so that's not what I want to do. I'm gonna drop her off. You can spend time with your daughter, but he didn't want to do that. He was, I don't. He was one of the persons who wanted me to be there, even though I didn't feel like that was necessary. Uh-huh. But as far as my support system, my my parents are there. They're very helpful. They help me a lot of ways as far as watching her when I when I went to school, when I was in high school. I did dual enrollment and I worked and. My parents were very helpful. They made they try to make sure I was able to be successful so I can provide for her. 
so I do appreciate my my parents a lot for that and even my little sisters when um my parents weren't there she they would watch my daughter sometimes and help me out with her so I'm not alone I am I am not I wouldn't say I'm alone I I do have people there that help me with my daughter which I am very thankful for because I can only imagine what someone would do like if they're just by themselves and they don't have anyone so I really appreciate my family for that and you were there too Toroy yes, I was. you were very helpful yes I was when I was struggling through a lot of things you have helped me a lot and I appreciate you too you're welcome thank you Tell my well, I have, well since you shout out to Roy <laughs> for me uh, I just want to say like you know to my sisters my family friends who all you know been on this journey with me and with my son Jaden as of watching him or you know being there for his birthday parties or just calling conversation if you brought him something I am thankful I am appreciative because you know just trying to do it on our own it costs you know it's a lot can be a lot at times but um I'm just very thankful appreciative so instead of me calling out names because I might forget somebody I'm just saying to all my friends my family my loved ones um who knows Jalen or who knows Jaden you know just thank you for everything you have done so far for this past three years with me and him okay all right so um hold on let me go back to my uh my note here um what are some of the sacrifices you have to make being a mom so i'll start i ain't a mom but i see single moms all the time because there's a lot of single moms and majority of the moms out here at least in our generation are single moms and it's unfortunate but you know what i'm saying like y'all said like for like years they've been like you know what i'm saying you're going to school you're going to school and you got to deal with you know same thing with you you work you got y'all. You you work. You got to deal with picking your son up from daycare. You know what I'm saying most of the time you're not getting help. You got to pay that bill on your own. Daycare ain't cheap. <laughs> daycare is not cheap, y'all. Like daycare is hella expensive. Like it's more than a car payment. Yeah, it is. Sometimes it's more than rent. Yeah. Depending on how many kids you got, mm-hmm. like it's ridiculous. So like you got to figure. You got to figure that out. Then you got to. So let me. So I'm gonna give you what I think a typical schedule for a mother is and y'all tell me if i'm right or wrong all right we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do you're this wrong. i can tell you're wrong <laughs> let me finish let me finish because <laughs> let me finish I'm sorry. let me finish so all right so let's just say hypothetically y'all wake up at like i'll say 4 30 well you're off by an hour for me but go for ahead you. i don't wake up at 4 30 that's a little excessive <laughs> no, I'm so let's just say let's say let's just say like 4 35 30 you know what i'm saying you wake up you gotta get your, you you probably get you probably try to get yourself ready first but if not you make sure you get your little kid ready and then you sit there and you gotta take him off to daycare take him off to school depending on what your schedule is if you're lucky you might be able to fix yourself something to eat you might be able to get a snooze in or you're going from daycare and drop them off at school to going straight to work then after, then once you get off work you gotta go home. You gotta pick them up. Then once you pick them up, probably on the way home they gonna be hungry. You gotta feed them. <laughs> <laughs> and then once you feed them, you gotta go home. And your case, Mel, you gotta help them with homework. And your case, if they got homework, 
they get through their homework? No. Yeah. You, you get entertained. Like, I have to entertain Yeah, you have to entertain them. So whether that's... Him, basketball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? There we go. You got to do that. And then after that, they might get hungry again. So you probably got to cook for them again. And mm-hmm. then when you finally think you got time to really just sit and relax, they want to bother you some more. And then at that point, you're aggravated. Ah, just, just, just let me get some mommy time. Just, just, please, just, just, <laughs> just, just, just let me have some time to myself. And then they don't understand. And then by the time you finally put them to sleep, you're exhausted. And you're like, ah. I could finally relax. Maybe you light some candles. Maybe you do whatever you do. No, I'm going straight, straight to, to bed. <laughs> if if they don't wake up, I was getting to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like how y'all said it at the same time. <laughs> if they don't wake up, and then you got to repeat the whole process over and over again. And then even on your days off, you still you get you still don't get time to really just relax because you still like mothers. Uh, let me put it like this: twenty four hours. Thank you. Being a mom is a full time job. It's a job within itself. Yes. So it means that I'm working three full time, well, two full time jobs and one part time. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm not saying y'all mothers don't grind because y'all do, and I respect, I respect the mothers out there that really but, do what they got to do. But I tell myself, like, for me, for my second, for my what I'm going through, I'm like, this can't be it for me. Working these two jobs and uh-huh. stuff like that. I'm now like I'm thankful, I'm blessed to have my own place for me, and my son. You know, don't get me wrong, I'm thankful for the job I do have and stuff like that, but it's time to, you know, limit it to one. Uh-huh. So I won't be so burnt out as much. No, I agree with you. And stuff, but now these days, um, for me, for my daycare, for me being a single mom for one child, I make too much. So I don't get that yeah, correct. assistance method let me let me talk about that real quick that i be that that you know that shit really grinds my gears because like it'd be the moms that don't do shit for their kids the one that gets all the damn money but the moms that actually do shit for the kids that quote unquote make too much got to struggle and i hate that shit so i'm with you 100 percent on that mm-hmm. so for by the blessing of god how he got little sisters for his daycare because at his daycare 130 a week, damn. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. And then 1.30 a week, and then after that, um, went from one thirty to now. Um, we didn't get um, no assistance because I made too much. I found I made made too much. So by Seminole County, they came up with this little scholarship thing called Champion Families for families that is a a little above the border. Mm-hmm. And um, by the grace of God, we got picked. And, you know, you have to make sure you go to these training classes, um, meet up with your counselor once a week and stuff like that. And that's how they helped me with his daycare for a whole year. So I was thankful for that. Okay. Yeah. To help me with his daycare. But far as that, when he was like one going on two, it was 130 a week because, you know, he's not potty trained. Mm-hmm. And then when you get older, it'll go, you know, yeah, it goes less down. and less. But, yeah, it was starting off $130 a week. Listen, that's a bill. Yo. Yeah. That's a whole bill out here, $130 a week. And though. then on top of that, you know, the taxes, when tax time come, uh-huh. and, you know, parents get the how much they pay for daycare. Uh-huh. I remember this one dude told me how he spent like like, like $15,000 on his two kids for daycare. Uh-huh. Dang. Uh-huh. Some people only make 22000 in a year, and you paying <laughs> right. 15000 alone for daycare? Mm-hmm. No, but the ones who's paying, make it twenty two ain't paying fifteen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be less because, you mm. know, they if they got more than one child and stuff, they probably got assistance from government. <clears throat> I mean, not really, because I feel like you can make, like, most call centers, like, most calls centers maybe made, like. Everybody don't work at call centers. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, everybody right. don't work. So you have to look, think about the typical 
eight, nine, ten dollar job to right. this day in 2019. They need to get it together. I agree with you on that. The prices, especially in Orlando, the, the cost is ridiculous. Rent's going I'm up. I'm for my apartment. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> I'm not. I was lucky enough to get into it. By the grace of God, I'm telling you, he blessed me to get in for my two-bedroom, two-bath. For me and him, he have his own room, and I'm thankful for that. And I'm not going nowhere no time soon. Because now these days, when you're looking at apartments, over $1,000. Oh. Uh-huh. I, I guess we're going to be roommates with people for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, they they kicked my parents kicked me out, so I'm I'm feeling it right now. So if mom and dad as long you. as you can, I'm telling you stay because when you get out on the real world on your own or roommates and stuff, you it's like that's what I'm saying. I'm just working to pay bills. That's pretty, it. Pretty much. That's how I feel. It's like, like, it's like a in, never in a cycle. Never in a cycle. So let's transition to this, right? How is your own relationship with your mom, and then? How does that play? How does that play play an influence on how you raise your how how you raise your own kid? Well, I go. Um, like I said earlier, my mom she passed away, and I was five. And my grandmother took on that role to be a mom figure to me and my sisters. Oh gosh, it's kind of my eyes about to get watery because like I really do miss them. Mm-hmm. I wish, you know, they was here just to see us. You know, growing up as beautiful women, me and my sisters, and um, like I said, our family's like really known for girls. So, him, a boy, yeah. that's a whole <laughs> different ball game. And I'm just could only imagine, you know, at my grandmother's house, and they see Jaden and just playing with him or interacting with him or anything like that. Oh, it'll just it'll be fun. I'm sorry, I forgot your question. <laughs> nah, it's just well, yeah. So like, the people that raised you, right? How did that um influence? Um, how did that inf- how did that influence in how you raised your own and how you raised your own kid? Well, I'm talking to like some people about you know my how I was raised up. They was like, oh, you got an old school spirit, I guess, because you know I'm being raised from my grandmother. She was from Whitesville, North Carolina, and when she passed away, she was 89. So. Okay. She was 89 years old, and I feel like, you know, some of the stuff that she taught me, she was old school. I think I'm kind of, like, bringing it to Jaden, but like I said, it's mostly girls, so it's kind of harder for me because he's a boy. So I don't, I want to be hard on him, but not too hard because, you know, with men these days, you know, how women got to raise, be a mom and a father figure, it's kind of hard as well. So mm-hmm. that's what I was telling somebody at my job, like trying to make, am I being too hard on my son, Jaden, even though he's at three? Because he's starting to do his little terrible threes. <laughs> he's starting to pick up some tricks at daycare, <laughs> like his little facial expression. And I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, where you get this from? I'm like, who you learn this from? Because he's at daycare Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. And then on the weekend, it's my sister. Or my niece or somebody watch him. So it's just like, you know, he's picking up things. So I'm just telling myself, like, am I being too hard when I'm popping him? And, you know, or say pow-pow or stuff like that. If I'm being too hard on Jaden. But then some people are like, no, you got to start now. Because I know I'm tall. I'm 5'10". His dad is 6'4". So I know my son going to be tall. He's going to uh-huh. be big. And he ain't going to be looking at me like, mom. <laughs> like, you know, like... Looking down on me because I'm like, boy, I'm still your mom. I'm gonna knock you down to me. <laughs> so that's how I see it as. But yes, um, I don't know. That's one of the issues for me, just having a boy and just trying to raise him as a 
intelligent young man. Just let him know what right, wrong. Also, I have to be careful who I bring around, who I'm dating and stuff, because I got to set a role on how to treat a woman as well, uh-huh. you know? And so, especially what I experienced in a relationship, you know, I got to, you know, show him the right thing. Because he's going to come to me, well, Mom, how you going to tell me this? And you doing that. Uh-huh. So, that's another thing I have to think about. So, who to bring around him as relationship-wise, so... So what about you, Mel? How is the uh, how the relationship with your mom, and then what is the influence that plays in you raising your daughter? Um. Well, my mom, she was a stay-at-home mom. Uh, my dad was in the military, so he was gone a lot. Um, he traveled, had to go out to sea, and so it was just me and my two little sisters most of the time. Um. So with my mom, she's very soft-spoken. Um, just like me, I think that's where I get it from. She's not really big on discipline. She doesn't, she didn't really discipline us a lot when we were younger. Um, that was more of my dad's kind of thing. So I feel like right now I'm kind of going through that situation where I'm like with my daughter and I don't want to be like too tough on her, but I also don't want to be too lenient. Yeah. Uh So I'm trying to find a balance of trying to be a good mom and be stern and then also try not to be so I don't want to say I don't I can't think of the word but like my dad he was very hard on us like mm-hmm. I was he's very very strict and so you want to find that balance yeah you want to be like where like basically to where like I'm your mom but I'm also your friend but when you fuck up you know I'm your mom huh <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's starting to say Mom, you're not my friend. <laughs> so I told yes. him, no, no, I'm not your friend. I'm your mom first and your friend second. And he's like, you want to be my friend? I'm your mom first, <laughs> but I'll be your friend second. So that's where we at with him right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's let's talk about this, right? Um, How has being a mom changed your outlook and experiences when it comes to dating? So like... With you being a mom, do you see things differently now when you date instead of just like when you were before you had a kid? I just know I'm not just going to go through the same stuff. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I, at that time, you know, dating and stuff and with the person, the, his dad, I did get warning shots, you know, but I was being dumb, stupid, catch, chasing still. Um, thought the word love, you know, us women, we get caught up in love, you know, we were blindsided and stuff. I'm like, okay, who cares what that person said? I'm still for this person. I'm still down for him. You know, Mm -hmm. that's how I felt. And then it's like, now I have a baby and it's just like, I'm just like, oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh, like here he goes or, oh, you know, and it's just to think that us come to that point where I knew him and his family for, um, it's been years, been over 10 years, put it like that. I know him, his family, before this child came into the picture. And now the relationship is now how I want it. Because, you know, for me, or I don't know for or other women, when you have this baby, you think of family, we're going to be together, it's mm-hmm. a family, all this kind of stuff. And it's like, dang, when the baby comes, it changes things. Uh-huh. Yeah. It changes everything. It changes, it's, it's like a whole different perspective on it and stuff. And then, you know, you try to be there. And hold it down, but it's like, how long am I going to be in there? How long am I going to be in this relationship? 
something has to give and there's known to be no changes and the sacrifice of that person as well and meet me halfway, then I need to get myself at the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, so I told myself at that time when we was living together that he had a year. When Jaden turns one years old, he didn't get it together. I'm gone. Jaden turned one in 2017. March, I left. <clears throat> Stay true to your word. I respect that. So, don't get me wrong when I left. He wanted, you know, the tribe. But I'm like, for, you know, you got to show and prove to me. So, yeah. So, like I tell him, let's work on this co-parenting thing first. I'm not going to open that window. Oh, it's still tight, shut, very shut. <laughs> you know, I just, about your child, let be about the child. That's it. It's nothing else. We really don't talk about nothing else. So, he basically, I just said, when you get to the point when you want to see him, you hit me up and we just go from there. Okay. What about you, Mel? Do you have a question again? I figured you was going to say that. Um, how does being a mom change your outlook slash experiences when it comes to dating? Um, it changes a lot because when I was with um, my daughter's dad, we were together all through my high school years until... I graduated high school and um, <clears throat> then we we broke up. So I didn't really have a lot of like relationship experiences before my child. So I've only been used to him and like what I've learned through the relationship with him. Um, I just learned that you can't take a lot of stuff from a person just because you feel like, oh, you love them and you want to be with them. And I I tried to always please him, and I was I'm always like trying to do that because I'm kind of like that type of person where I feel like oh I'm gonna do this because I want you to stay with me, so I'm gonna try to do what you want me to do so you don't leave. And plus mm-hmm. I was young, and we have a child together. I don't want to be alone, so I did everything that he wanted, and then I wasn't happy, and I felt like that has a that has affected my daughter in a way and I don't I don't when I got older as I got older even though I'm still young you know oh, <laughs> as, as many times you tell me that you, know. yeah, you went behind the ears you mm-hmm. a little, you, you little I'm not gonna say anything because then I'm they gonna nah, it just it just nah because then no, I that said, her continue yeah if I call her baby she's gonna be like well you was with this baby so I'm not even gonna go there because that's her favorite line so continue I shall digress okay so yeah but I just feel like I've learned as a growing up and having to raise a child and being a child myself, I, I learned that I need to get respect from the other person that I'm with because I don't want my daughter to see that I'm just with someone to to make them happy and I'm not being happy myself because then if I'm not happy, then my daughter's not happy. So I had to learn to put her before anybody else. Mm-hmm. So anytime I get in relationships now and that person has to understand that it's my daughter before I even think about you. So, and if you're not with that, then we're not meant to be. Whatever. Yeah. I had to tell somebody that though. I was dating somebody. He went to FAMU as well. Um, graduated. I know this person. No, Hmm? I don't know him. No, you don't. No, he was, I don't even know, Lord, I can't think right now, but he did go to FAMU, graduate and everything. And, um, what is that? He came down and was dating, and I had to tell him, like, my son comes first, and he, you know, wasn't used to that for, you know, female to say that their mm-hmm. child comes first. Yeah. And I told him, for my situation, if his dad's not, you know, fully involved, 
you know, he got to depend and rely on me mm-hmm. majority of the road. So I was just like, yeah, I got to put my son funds, make sure he's okay in order for me to have some leisure time and do what I want and stuff like that. So if you can't accept that, then that relationship is not going to work. Because what I look like not putting my child first. And no offense to other women out there. Some have put their child, a man first before their child. Mm-hmm. But just for me, I just can't do that. And stuff, but me going forward, just dating, I'm just gonna be, you know, open. Not, I want to say open minded, but what I mean is, um, choose wisely, choose better. Uh-huh. When I see the signs and notice it, I'm like, oh, stop, you know, no, nah, this is not gonna work out, and stuff like that. Cause yeah, I don't have a repeat, but sometimes you don't know what's gonna happen when you get in a relationship or you date again and you get pregnant again and stuff like that. You never know. As I tell people, don't. When I told myself when I don't get pregnant, I want to be pregnant at 30, I had my child and I was almost 27. Now I'm about to be 30 now. So it's just like you can't put a time on it because you never uh-huh. know what's going to happen. And then when you have that child, everything changes as well because now it's about that baby, uh-huh. not your relationship. The baby got to come first. No, that's real. Right. So I'm going to ask this last question, right? And then after that, we're going um, <coughs> we to wrap it up. So do you think the image society paints about the black man being a being a deadbeat is that still true for the majority of our culture or is that just a certain percentage now so like all right so i know i'm probably asking the two wrong (laughs) the wrong people (laughs) but um so let me try to figure this out now right so do you feel like just us as black men in general like, do you feel like over the years we have stepped up to the plate more? I'm just talking about us as a us as a gender, not necessarily your your specific uh, situations, or is it still the same where we're still categorized as a deadbeat? Because there are some good fathers out there, but yes. there are also some fathers that ain't shit out there. Mm-hmm. So, what's y'all thoughts? I mean, like you said, there are some deadbeats out there, and um. I hope one day that can change for them. They have to make that start, not a child chasing after him. You know, he will have to make that um, step and just change it. Um, I mean, I can speak from my circumstances with his dad. I mean, he's trying. But like I said, do I think he could do more? Yes. Provide more? Yes. But that's on him. Because mm-hmm. right, my first year, like when we split, the first year I was trying, 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 bringing down, bringing Jaden to him to see him still have that relationship and everything. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was doing it, doing it, doing it. And then, you know, one of my friends was like, you're doing too much. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm making sure my child have a relationship with their dad. Because that's what I said. I'm sticking to that word. Uh-huh. But then I realized I'm doing all of this. I'm driving, dropping off, going back to Sanford, Florida. And then I got to turn him back around to East so Orlando, it was, pick it was, him up. It was a one-way street. You know? It was one-sided. Yeah. And that's not including the food, the clothes, the uh-huh. pull-ups, the diapers, and all those other kind of stuff. So then I realized I am doing too much. Mm. So that's why I was like, you know what? I'm stop all of this. So now it's to the point where... Where we at now in our relationship with my son, Jaden, is you hit me up when you decide to get him. Mm-hmm. And you come to pick him up, and you're going to drop him off. That's where we at now. 
Okay. With our co-parenting. Do I hope it gets better? Yes. One day it could get better because he's going to get older. He's going to have questions he's going to ask. Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a fact. So I do hope and pray that it does it do get better with me, uh, me and the father of my child and hope everything work out. That's what, all. What about you, Mel? I don't know. I feel like I have the same situation with my daughter because, like, um, her dad had moved to Tampa. And so I've always wanted him to be in her life because my dad was around, but he just wasn't there, you know, because he was working. But, you know, he had he was providing for us. But I just wanted my daughter to be able to have her dad around more often. So when he moved, I used to drive to Tampa drive back to Orange City. I remember. (laughs) And I would do that very often. She would be up there for a week and I would come back by the next weekend and pick her up. And she was maybe, I think she was three at the time, three or four at the time when we were first doing this. And it was difficult (laughs) just because he didn't give me gas money. He didn't want to he didn't want to pay for nothing. He asked me for money to give to him so he can take her and feed her. But, you know, and it's, I was like, why would, I, why can't you do this? Why can't you meet me halfway? He had a car. He was, he had, he had a girlfriend who also had a car and he didn't want to do that. But in my eyes, I was doing it for our daughter so she could have a relationship with her father so she can see him. And cause she grew up with him, you know, she knows, she knew who her dad was. So she's like, where's daddy? And I'm like, oh, he's not here right now. So I felt bad and I felt like she needed to see her dad. So I would take her there and I would call him so she could talk to her. And I feel like after getting older and thinking about it, I'm like, I shouldn't have to do this. You should want to speak to your child. You should want to come and pick her up. I shouldn't have to do all that. Like, so the same situation that you were going through and I'm just like, but... I, I want to say, like, he has matured a lot over the years, I could say. Because, like, right now, my daughter is with her dad. And she was she's only been in there maybe, like, four months, and I'm going to get her back. But I did it so she could spend time with her father. And, like, she was, she was at a point where she was acting out. And mm-hmm. I felt like it, it was because she hasn't seen her dad. Mm-hmm. He got married and he moved to New York, so he lives in New York now. So I, she hasn't, she didn't see her dad for maybe a year, and it was difficult for her. So I end up having to talk to him and be like, "Can you take her just till the end of the school year, and if we'll go from there?" But like, she misses you, and she's not doing good right now in school. She's getting kicked out of school. She's going through a lot of craziness and I'm trying to do everything I can. I'm trying to, I'm like, what, what else can I do? I'm asking my parents for advice. You were stressing out. Asking my parents for advice, my grandparents. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And it was really stressing out. Oh, I remember that. I really was. And so, but she's doing good. And I think it was because she missed her dad because now she's not, she's not getting in trouble and she's, she's doing better. And I miss her like crazy. I don't even know how I'm, how I'm going through this it's been really tough but I mean I wouldn't I don't want to like ever talk bad about her dad because we've been through our ups and downs and all types of craziness but like he's when 
I don't know how to describe it. He, if you about to cry, we can stop. I'm not I gonna sent, cry. I sent it coming. I no, sent it coming. I'm not gonna yeah, cry. I, I just miss her. I just miss her. That's it. That's all. But no, I'm fine. But I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think because of your age play a role? Because like you said, you was 14. How old? If you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. how old was he? He was 16. So he's only two years older than me. So yeah, it. I think it does play a huge role because. <laughs> Anyways, I I do because we were both young and I men uh, mature a lot less young. Men I told y'all like men. that Steve Harvey. <laughs> no, nah, we were we, we y'all mature. Man said fifty nine. He's still in a committed relationship. Y'all mature faster than us. I give y'all give y'all that. His ex girlfriends. Fifty nine. He got a full gray of gray beard at the bottom. Come on now, fifty nine. You making me scared. Right. To even date yeah, again, date. or even talk. It's a, like even anybody, anybody, even the time of day. Like it's like, what's the point? Yeah, right. It's like at the end of the day, I'm gonna be cheated on, regardless, just because that's how men think. I know you're looking at me, so you like, know, oh I'm yeah, not, I'm definitely looking oh at my you. Gosh. But mm. anyways, oh, let's not go there. <laughs> Dude, he wanna put you on blast, go right ahead. No, we're blast it's not putting me on blast oh, it's already well. it ain't put it it's not putting me on blast, it's already on the podcast. So oh, my my business God. is out there. It ain't blasting no more. They can just look oh, at episode okay. four. Uh-huh. Exactly. Oh. Ain't putting me on blast. <laughs> but, all right. So we gonna wrap it up. I wanna thank y'all for coming on here. Uh so by the time this drops, it's gonna be Mother's Day. So I wanna wish y'all a happy Mother's Day. Mom, thank you. if thank you're listening, happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Um all the wonderful mothers out there doing y'all job, man. Just keep doing what y'all doing. I really appreciate y'all. But. Oh, here we go with the butt. Why are you going to be? Um, Monday is a special day for Melody. Oh. She graduates. And I want to let you know that as, as, as you know, all the shit we've been through, I got a lot I got a lot of love for you. And I'm very, very, so very, very proud of you graduating. Because oh, I, I didn't know this was coming. I didn't think this day was going to come. But you, you did it. And I will be there to cheer you on. Mm. And I still got to take her out. So we got to end this soon because I already know she's hungry. So Thank you, T. I appreciate you. You're welcome. I'm <laughs> excited. <laughs> I know. So what's the next steps after graduation? Oh, I, I thought I was going to take a break this semester, but I nah. guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking new classes again. I got to take chemistry. Oh, you tripping. Mm. During the summer, girl, you bugging. Mm. All right. Yeah, okay. I don't know girl. what I'm going to do. <laughs> All right, we, so you hear us that let you know do not take it in the summertime. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe I should drop that class then. <laughs> yeah, take it in the fall. Exactly. Yes, we're telling you. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. You want to uh, cram all that in that summertime? Mm-hmm. Chemistry? I mean, unless you can handle it. I really shit. like science. Okay. No, and no, math. She needs, but to take, she needs to take a break. Uh, you know, I got only two B's. Out of all the seven classes I took? Real quick, y'all. So let me tell you a story about me and Mel before we wrap this up, right? So <laughs> last year, right, I made, it, made her a deal because I wanted her to do well in school. So I told her if she got all straight A's, I would take her to Ruth Chris. And y'all, when I tell you I was so fucking scared for my life because I, <laughs> <laughs> I knew Ruth Chris was expensive, right? So I called them one day to look up the prices because oh, I was yeah, like, because I was like, I was like, yo, how much is it for a meal? She was like, well, for two people, is a hundred dollars ninety five without the wine? It was like eighty. I hung up and I was like, "Shit, she needs to get a B." <laughs> and luckily, by the grace of God, she got a B. And I was like, "You should still take Whoa. it to Ruth, Chris." No, thank you. No. I thought the same thing. I'm taking no. seven classes. Nobody told me take seven classes. Two Bs, 
and all the rest of them are aged, you might as okay. well just take yeah. me. Didn't did I take you somewhere after, else, listen, though? After, she, after all that relationship or after all y'all been through and stuff. I took her somewhere she, else. I just didn't take her to Ruth Chris. I'm very oh. strict. You saw how much money Ruth Chris is. I told you, you're going to spend $100. <laughs> and that's why I said she needed to get straight A's. That's, that's for say, a straight like, A reward performance. Okay. But I still took her out okay. for my dime. And that's why she got anything she wanted to get. So whatever that tab no, that was. wasn't that wasn't that day. Oh, okay. yeah, no, that wasn't that day. Uh, I forget where we went, but we it wasn't tech, it wasn't Ruth Chris, and I was like, oh, because I tell you, my pockets would have been hurt. You could have looked that up. Instead <laughs> took that phone call, you could have asked and told me. I would have told you a hundred dollars, Troy. <laughs> you need a hundred dollars, at least one twenty-five. Mm. All right, so. I just want to get to that little story. So just, I, I'm really proud that you graduated. I'm really, 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 really fucking proud of you. Um, you want to plug in social media, Jalen? You got any social media you want to you want to spit out there? No. No. Mm. You no no. No. I'm okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So we gonna wrap this up, man. Um, happy Mother's Day. You want to say Happy Mother's Day? Go ahead. Mother's Day. <laughs> All right, y'all. <laughs> Let's go end it. Peace. It's a different kind of city when you live in right All different opinions, can you choose a side? Come together for the better Change can only start from the thoughts of an average soul From the thoughts of